Put, put, put. All Packers, all the time. When you look at this offense and you say, who scared opposing defenses when he was being utilized? Aaron Jones is still at the top of the list. I don't care what you know. Christian Watson did over a four-game stretch. Okay, most of the time. Almond specifically up. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. <laughs> it's Jason Wildy on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. A lot of votes, by the way, for this video game. Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Super Bowl. People love uh, that Tecmo video game. great. It yeah. was so good. So good. Again, of course, everybody knows. Couldn't be the Raiders because playing with Bo Jackson was cheating. He is our friend. He is our teammate. He is Jason Wildey. Joining us here, as he does three times a week, on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Good morning, Jason. That is so wild how they designed that game for Bo to be that dominant. I remember the same thing. He was untackleable. Do you yeah, have unstoppable. Do you have a favorite video game from the 90s on like regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, anything like that? Pong. No. Um So, uh you remember the movie Swingers? You were you were too young to but maybe you saw it after it was yeah. popular. Was that the wine game? movie, Jason? No, that's the um <laughs> Vegas baby. Vegas. Is that the wine movie? What the hell are you talking yeah, no, about? What's the wine movie? What's the Good wine Sideways. Movie? Sideways. Oh, it started with an yeah. escape. I'm not that far off. <laughs> swimmy, swimmy, That's swimmy. True, Samsonite. That was yes. way off. Uh, nice. Good pull. Um, no, it's the, uh, it's the like, 20-something dudes that are all in L.A., and some of them are actors, and uh, they go to the swing, uh, not swinger, swing, uh, bars where that was the, like Big Bad Voodoo Daddy became popular. It was right around when you guys won the Super Bowl. I think it's the '96 movie that came out in '96. Um, John Favreau, Vince Vaughn, uh, Vince Vaughn before he was popular. Um, but swingers they play uh, NHL '95. Yeah, and that was the that would be the game from that era. You just have to remember that I'm older, so I was I had in television when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, when all my television. friends had a yeah. yeah, and all my friends had Atari, so it wasn't like you could even swap games. It was it was like having a beta VCR when everyone else had VHS. <laughs> yeah, old. Jason, Jason, my dad, my dad, and I remember it to this day. I mean, this is probably seventies, right? Jason within television, he yeah. sold he sold that Mickey Mantle rookie card in the seventies to buy us in television. And that is the card I believe that just sold for like three million dollars. What a good man yeah. he was! I hope you oh, appreciate Uncle it, Bill. What a great dad you had. He was. We didn't appreciate it at the time because the big. What was the bigger gaming system then? It was in television and something else. It was Atari. I forget what it was. They, there was also was it a t- ColecoVision briefly. Coleco, I remember that, and we're like, oh, I guess we'll take in television if we have to take something. <laughs> he only sold Mickey Mantle for us. I know. I know. If, if only he'd had that Ty Cobb card. Yeah. Uh, a good story. All right. you're, you're looking for a segue now, I could tell. Well, I, I, I usually Chewie's the one who dives in and goes, well, Jason, and then All right, asks I'll do some oh, sort I got of it. I got, it. I got it. 
I got it because I don't want to talk about Aaron because I got a little bit of Aaron fatigue. Not for the whole show, maybe just for this first question. But Jason, I'm going <laughs> to rattle through. What's so funny? Jason, I'm going to rattle through some free agents. You tell me if you think they're back or they're gone. Ooh, Adrian, Ames. I love this game. Um, gone. Randall Cobb. Uh, wait a minute. I I I, I hate to interrupt your no Rogers rule, <laughs> but is uh, Rogers is coming Rogers, back? Uh, then I think if Randall Cobb plays, he doesn't cost much. I think they do bring him back. If Cobb, uh, if Rogers Dean Lowry. Um, gone. Mason Crosby. Uh, Rogers back. He's back. Rogers gone. He gone. Uh, Lazard. Gone. Either way, I think. Um, two more. Uh, Tunyon. Uh, gone. And then Yash. Uh, back, because he is uh, a restricted free agent. Restricted? I think they'll... Okay. Yeah, so I think they'll... Uh, They'll tender him okay. properly, but we'll see. Are they going to end up spending okay. more on their offensive line than anybody else in the NFL? Uh, they will certainly have a lot invested, yeah. Um, you know, the guy that I think kind of gets off scot-free, by the way, and doesn't we don't talk about a lot, is Josh Myers. I'm, not, I, I'm still not quite sure how good he is. Are you? Uh, no, I, I I don't hear much about him. And the fact that I hear don't hear much about him, I would just assume that he be, he's just an average center. Because if he was playing really good, right. somebody would have written a story about like, oh man, this second year guy, he stepped in. Packers have had this long line of really good centers. He stepped in. That's continuing. But I also don't hear his name a lot, so I don't think he's like terrible. You know, the way that we've heard some other offensive linemen's names over the last couple of years. So I just kind yep. of assume he's average. Yeah, I think he's just a guy. And Creed Humphrey, who was taken, I believe, the next pick, uh, has turned into one of the best centers in the game. So, again, just a observation that, you know, for when folks want to be critical of Goody, um, that's one of those that it's not like it was this terrible pick that he's just not any good at all. But, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, a second-round pick, I think it's fair to have expected more. I mean... You know, uh, they've had some second-round offensive linemen during the Ted and Goody regimes uh, that have not worked out very well, and it's usually the later-round guys that end up playing pretty well. And they spent a big uh, early pick on him that I don't think has panned out that great. So I I agree with you in that I don't think Robert Tunyon is back. But that's a position where they've got one guy currently under contract in just Josiah DeGuara. And clearly, Matt LaFleur likes to have multiple tight ends. It's one of the tenets mm-hmm. of this offense that they run. So how are they mm-hmm. going to fill out that room if somebody like Robert Tunyon is not coming back? Uh, I don't know. Chew, you're in pretty good shape still. I mean, they like older guys. Oh. Um, I don't... I don't. <laughs> I mean, they're going to have to draft somebody. Yep. Uh, they're going to have to with the open market bears. The only reason I, I kind of write off Tunyon is actually because of a conversation that I had with him uh, late in the season, or maybe it was the day of locker room cleanout. Like he just, he sounded like he was completely uh, resigned to the fact that he wasn't going to be back. Like he sounded like one of those guys who had been told 
and we know that there's been lots of them over the years. In fact, I even uh, made sure I asked uh, Mason Crosby when he was on with us straight out if he'd been told this. Guys that are told, hey, look, we appreciate everything you've done. Uh, you know, you're going to hit the market, and uh, we wish you luck, but we don't we don't plan on bringing you back. That's how he talked. I don't know if that was actually said to him or not. I want to be very clear about that, but that's how he sounded. And I've heard other guys, uh, like Micah Hyde, for instance, uh, who was told that, um, sound the same way. And so I, I don't I don't just I just don't get an encouraging vibe that they intend to bring him back. Now that said, I don't know what his market is going to be. Right? Like, had he hit the market after the 2020 season, somebody would have paid him a ton of money. And then, you know, he gets off to a slow start in 21, then tears the ACL, misses the rest of the year. Then last year looked like a guy who was coming back from an ACL, right? I mean, he caught the ball and he would generally fall down. There wasn't a ton of uh, yak after he caught it. I, I, I don't know what he's going to look like in 2023, but maybe there's not a huge market for him. On the flip side, you know, maybe if I'm, say, San Francisco, um, you know, he was on my sideline of the playoff game uh, wearing a 49ers jacket, how good could your offense be if you have Robert Tunyon at one tight end and George Kittle, his BFF, at the other spot? I mean, I, I think there will be a team that's willing to give him some money, and I don't think the Packers are probably it. Jason, Jason where, are they De, where are they at with DeGuara? I mean, fullback? Uh, but are they – are they done with him too? Are they like, all right, this guy's not going to get any better or smarter? No, I think, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if they expect some sort of huge breakthrough with him. I think what they do feel like is that he's kind of the, you know, the guy that I don't want to say he's like Jeff Thomason because that's not that's not fair. And I really like Jeff. Um, yeah. But he's just he he's, you know, he'll occasionally catch a pass. He's the one guy that they have that's relatively comfortable and adept lining up in the backfield as a fullback. Uh, but he doesn't stretch the field in any form or fashion. Like, they, they drafted him. He was at Cincinnati for Fickle. And his the tight ends and offensive coordinator at Cincinnati at the time, I forget his name, uh, was like one of Lafleur's best friends. And you remember talking about how Lafleur took a clip of DeGuara chasing down a, a defender after he'd scooped a fumble or intercepted a pass and tackled him. And Lafleur showed that video to his team. Like, it was like showing, like, you know, a clip from an eighth grade game to the varsity basketball team for a lesson. And I don't know how it was received, but it, we heard about that after the fact, and it was hard not to think that Goody basically said, okay, if you think DeGuara is really going to fit your offense and you really like him and your guy tells you uh, he's really good, then we'll draft him. Kind of a, kind of give him one kind of a thing, right? But he's, mm-hmm. you know, they had such high plans for him, uh, you know, in the first couple of games of his career. And then I think it was, wasn't he a 2020 pick? Wasn't that during the, uh, the empty stadium games yeah, where mm-hmm. he, yeah. he tore his ACL uh, against Atlanta, I want to say, and he's just kind of been a guy ever since. So uh, he's going to be here, and he has a role, but you can't build your tight end room around him, that's for sure. 
Jason, before we left, let you go quickly, and if you just want to answer yes or no to this, you can. Okay. At this I time, feel the pressure to be quick with this. Yes. At this time next week, will we know if Aaron Rodgers, not necessarily where, just if Aaron Rodgers is playing football in 2023? God, I hope so. All right, guys, take care. Be good. <laughs>